All right, everybody ready for a question? And you can call out the answer. All right, you know that about me by now, right? This is starting, by the way, my fourth month with you. Can you believe it already? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel like it's just been, you know, time has flown. It's been wonderful. So anyways, yes, I, it, yeah, fourth month. So what is your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. What did I just hear back here? I heard a whole different one. <laughs> <laughs> Not willing to really shout it out, apparently. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, so, yes, we have Thanksgiving. What else? Halloween. Christmas. Easter. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Not your birthday necessarily, but my birthday. <laughs> but your birthday too. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> Andy's whispering the real answer back here and I'm, I'm shushing him with my hand because he already heard this in the first sermon. <laughs> you didn't say the one that I was waiting for, though you all said some really wonderful holidays that I too love very much. Today is World Communion Sunday. Not your favorite? <laughs> Do you have a world communion tree at home? <laughs> no, nah, we don't either. <laughs> but it is a really wonderful holiday in the life of the church. It's a wonderful Sunday that we celebrate communion, not just with us and amongst us, but all across the world. World Communion Sunday. World Communion Sunday began in the 1930s. There's a few uh, varying dates, but the one that seems to be most solid is 1933. It was actually a Presbyterian church that started it in Pennsylvania and the surrounding area. And the emphasis was on unity, on unity, and trying to understand um, not all of our differences, but all of our similarities. And so we would all, the plan was that, that we would all gather together in our own churches, but we know that across the world, folks are celebrating Holy Communion together. It, it's been a few years uh, since I have uh, experienced World Communion because it does happen on the first Sunday of October every year. And so, and by the way, before I go on, I has anybody noticed the gorgeous altar that we have today? Yes, Kurt Reichert always does such a lovely job, so certainly shout out to Kurt. Uh, this altar uh, was designed with Rural Communion in mind, and I would love for you to come up afterwards and take a look, and even take a loaf of bread, huh, Kurt? Are we saying that's okay if you want to? Um, so um, all of this bread is from different cultures. So you'll notice there's rice and there's tortilla and there's all these just different wonderful breads that represent all of the grains across the world. So, uh, so yes, I love that. Thank you for our beautiful focal point for World Communion Sunday. So it's been a few Sundays or so since I've uh, experienced World Communion Sunday, and I, I started to think about it a while ago and thought, you know, I know the when of World Communion. It's always the first Sunday of October, and I get I get the... I get the why. I, I understand um, why we want to be unified. Of course, I get that. But, but why was it created back then? And what were those folks thinking? 
What were the people who created it? What, what, what was spurring that, right? What's, what's, what, what happened that they went, oh, you know what? We need something. We need something that unifies us. So I started to do a little bit of digging around in that, and any of you who are historians will certainly be able to name this very quickly. Uh, again, 1933. So what was going on in the 1930s? The Great Depression, absolutely. What else was happening? Yes. Yeah, some of, so some of the most extreme uh, politics were starting to rise. So um, Hitler, Stalin was getting into full swing uh, during that time frame. And there was just a lot of extremism that was occurring. And so there was a lot of oppression, a lot of fear, especially with the Great Depression, and, and rightly so. And so these folk in Pennsylvania decided that it was a good time to remember not what divides us, but what unites us. Isn't that beautiful? And isn't it interesting how history seems to repeat itself over and over again? And we always need to be reminded, always need to be reminded of what unifies us. So this communion, this moment that we have once a year, unites a variety of denominations and, and really all of us who share the name Christian, who share the name Christian, though I will find it interesting that if you do just a quick little word search, you'd have to dig a little bit harder to find something uh, a little more solid, but if you do a quick little search on Google, uh, you'll probably find this as entertaining as I did. Uh, it'll, it'll tell you what Christians have in common, but you'll also hear, here are the top three things that Christians have in common. No, the, here's the five things that Christians have in common. Oh, look, here's a list of seven things we all have in common. And I found that humorous because I thought, we can't even agree on what we agree on. I can't even come up with one list. But um, <laughs> if we dig a little bit further into that, I will say to you, certainly as your pastor, uh, that um, I would uh, point your direction to the creeds, certainly the Nicene Creed, the Apostles' Creed. Those are actually found in the back of our hymnal, by the way, if you're ever looking or want to look for those. Um, but uh, those are the things that kind of tell us kind of some of our fundamentals, what we believe in. Certainly, a lot of us know the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, right? Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. And you could probably say some of that with me. Conceived right, by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. And so we start to hear some of those really basics of what we believe in, um, the Trinity, um, and, and, and Jesus' death and resurrection. And we start to hear that, but, but again, I will say to you that we've, we won't all agree upon how it all unfolded exactly, right? But we can agree on this, the love of Christ for us. Love. We all agree that God loves us and that Jesus died for us because of love. What unifies us 
is that love, that sacrifice. God's love for you. God's love for me, especially for those of us who claim the name Christian in the form of Jesus Christ. The love of Christ unifies us. We had the wonderful privilege as a family of doing some traveling. Uh, when Gwen said, do we like to travel? I leaned over to Andy and I said, can I raise both hands and both feet? <laughs> oh, I love to travel, my goodness. Um, and uh, so in uh, 2018, we had the great privilege of doing some traveling in Europe. And my mom was able to come along with us and we spent a week in London. And uh, we did some fantastic touring. Oh my goodness, we saw some of the, the greatest, the greatest sights. And uh, one of my very favorites was St. Paul's Cathedral. Have you been to St. Paul's? Yeah. And if you haven't, they do these amazing tours online. So if you have a few minutes, just it's just gorgeous. I mean, so enjoyable uh, to, to just even look at it online. So we were really uh, blessed to, uh, to have this opportunity when we were there. They don't open in the evenings very often. But we happened to be there on, on an evening they were open. It's really beautiful to watch the sunset over London from the very tippy top of St. Paul's Cathedral. We have some beautiful pictures of that. But my favorite part of the experience was they pray every single hour on the top of the hour. And what I mean by that is the priests, the pastors, get on um, a loudspeaker that goes throughout the entire cathedral, and they'll say hello, this is so-and-so, and we are going to pray together, so we ask you to pause for wherever you are for a moment, and let's pray together. And so the first time it happened, I was kind of upstairs touring some stuff. We were in this room that if you, it was very big and round. Some of you may have done this before, and if you speak over here, like way over there can hear you because of the way the acoustics are. So I think I, I, think I was in that room, and the, the, all the praying stuff happened, and I went, oh! We're all going to pray together? Everybody in this big old cathedral? Yes, please, of course, you know, pastor. So I was like, that's so awesome. So we, people listened, all different cultures. People spoke different languages. People who I'm sure were probably there for the architecture. Maybe some were there for the, you know, the faith, the spiritual part of it. Um, so everybody just stopped. And the, the priest prayed the Lord's Prayer and then I noticed that people in their own languages were speaking the Lord's Prayer, saying the Lord's Prayer together. And I was so moved in that moment by all the unity that was occurring. I just had no idea that was going to happen. So, and they, they said, you know, afterwards, uh, you know, if, if the pastor said, if, if anybody wants to talk to a pastor, we'll be down on the main floor, which I thought was awesome, of course. And, um, so then I heard someone say, oh, they do that every hour on the hour. And I went, oh. So I was really excited. So I <laughs> went down to the main floor for the next time frame. Like I was like gonna, not going to miss it being down there in the action where the prayer was happening, right? I was so excited. So Cameron and Caleb were like, well, we're going to go touring more, Mom. We're, we're going to walk around. I'm like, oh, not me. I'm going to go sit down and pray. <laughs> I was so excited to pray there. So my mom and I actually went down into the main floor of St. Paul's Cathedral. And, and you've probably seen some of these, uh, these this space. Uh, the 
but probably the most famous, um, what it's known for is the wedding of Charles and Diana. So, uh, so like we got to sit right there on that floor and um, in a chair, of course, and my mom and I just sat there and certainly every hour we'd see this little priest come out and everybody would stop. Yeah, like that. It got really quiet and peaceful. And then we would all pray a prayer together. Everybody would go on their way and do their thing. Wow. Unity. Unity. So today, world communion unifies us. And so as we have the wonderful gift of receiving the bread and the cup, it's my prayer that you picture our brothers and sisters and siblings all over the world who are experiencing this same experience that we are this morning and give so much thanks. Amen. Amen.